0: Sugar the Play, a cash
1: team production, is looking for actors and singers to fill several slots for this upcoming live play. For more information, please call 216-394-8926. That's Sugar the Play auditions at 216-394-8926. Like we did last time. Yes, please.
2: It'll
1: cost you.
2: I'll give you a thousand money. Deal. When I was a little boy, when I was just a boy, and the devil called my name, when I was just a boy, I say now who do, who, who do you think you're fooling? Just the boy. I'm a consecrated boy. When I was just a boy. I'm a singer, Sunday choir. Oh, my mama loves me. She loves me. She can down on oh, her and hurt me. Oh, she loves, loves me like a rock. She rocks me like the rock of ages and loves me. She loves me, love me, love me, love me. When I was grown to be a man. And the devil would call my name call me to be a man. I'd say now, who do Who do you think you're fooling me to a I'm a consummated man, me to a man. I can snatch you with purity
3: busy guy. And uh, we're just going to have some fun today for the viewing audience. Uh, By the way, Go to our Facebook Live page, go to our YouTube page, and like and subscribe. And please share Talk Back Live with the uh, other viewers out there. Okay, so we've got a special guest. We're going to talk about some music. We're going to talk about uh, Eric Nolan's, uh, what he's currently doing with his career. We're going to talk about a little bit of history of what he's been doing with the Mighty Mighty OJs. And if you have some questions or comments, please Put them in the chat. We'll make sure that Eric Nolan has a chance to speak with you today on Talk Back Live. Eric, it is a thrill to have you on Talk Back Live. Let's start with uh, you're a Clevelander like I am. You're from Cleveland. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your history here in the city of Cleveland, growing up here in Cleveland.
1: Mm, Yes, I'm I'm born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, My history, I mean... Well, you, as you know, Cleveland is one of those cities that they say that if you can make it in, out of Cleveland, you can make it anywhere. And it's, 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 it's a cesspool of, of entertainment and great artists here. Unfortunately, we're not uh, of, the, of the elite, like the New Yorks and the L.A.s and the, um, even the, the Atlantis. But we have such great talent here that once we do get a chance to get out and get abroad, we 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 seem to sustain pretty good because we've, you know, we, we're kind of edgy here in Cleveland. <laughs> and so we're we're able to we're able to weather the storm when it comes to you know the entertainment business. You know what I mean? Um I came up uh, just like everyone else. No, let I me mean, rephrase that. I didn't come up like everyone else did because, like as you hear a lot of these entertainers say, they say, well, they came up in the church and they, you know, that's, that's the path that they took and they, you know, sung in church. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't, um, I was in the church choir, maybe later on, like maybe 19, 20 years old, but I wasn't even a lead singer then. They kept me in the, it <laughs> kept me in the sing, you know, in, in, in the choir. So, right. So I got, I got discouraged because you know because all I all I've ever known was being out front and singing and being being the lead singer. Now they didn't let me sing out. In, I mean, in the church, I guess they had their they had their people. And so I got discouraged. And I didn't never go back. I, I tried it for a year. And I'm like, <laughs> you ain't gonna let me sing. I don't I don't see no I don't see no reason why I'm here because God God is in my heart. It ain't in this ain't in this church right here. So I just left. I didn't, right so I didn't right. Come, I didn't come up that way. Um, I came up singing in bars. My mother used to take me to bars when I was a kid. And we used to sing for ch- I used to sing for change. And they would throw money on the ground and my mother would pick it up. And that's how we would eat. You know what I'm saying? We would go get some, we would go get some butter beans. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Some right. Some good good old
3: cooking.
1: And some cornbread. Right, and right. For about three days. Right. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. yeah. <laughs> that's now
3: that's, now, that's some awesome. You had a, some, yeah, it sounds like you had a supportive mom and, and she thought, <laughs> you know, she thought out of the box, so to speak. Yo, and, yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yeah, yes, ma'am. she sounds like she was pretty, uh, pretty innovative there. And she, you know, she decided that you needed to get out there. And that's great. That's a great start when you have a supportive, uh, you have supportive parents. Uh, I like what you said starting off about Clevelanders. This show is coming live to all of the viewers out there all over the country live from the city of cleveland i'm a clevelander grew up here consider myself consider cleveland my home and you're absolutely correct clevelanders have some sort of an edge to us and we're survivors mm-hmm. uh, we you can if you can make it here in the city of cleveland the word goes you can make it anywhere and that has proven to be so so true i mean uh you look at steve harvey from cleveland you look at, at, at so many entertainers uh, who come out of Cleveland, even Bob Hope came from mm-hmm. the city of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I uh, went on to uh, become world famous, just like yourself now in the mighty old J's. And uh, so yeah, Clevelanders like that. And so we and we're proud of it. We're very, very proud of it. We love to say when you, we travel where you're from, I'm from Cleveland.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, so that's, that's pretty cool. We're going to talk about your your career. I mean, you're you're more than just a member of the OJs, which is in itself just a, uh, a great compliment to the music industry. You've contributed on behalf of, of as a member of the OJs, but you're a vocalist. I mean, you're a songwriter, you're an actor um, and uh, you write songs as well as perform songs, and you're an actor. We're gonna talk a little bit, if you don't mind, we're gonna go back just a little bit, back to 2003. You appeared in a film called The Fighting Temptations. And along with others, there was Cuba Gooding, there was Beyonce, of course, the other members of the OJs. And Mike Epps was also in that film. And Angie Stone, yeah, yeah. And you guys, did a, it was a the hit the movie was a hit and um so tell me a, let's start right there how was that for you
1: um you know I don't I don't really think and not and and, and and this sometimes this bothers me about me I don't really realize you know what I'm doing until after it's done you know what I mean and it may it be years before I even realize what what impact we made or what type of impact the movie made. right? I just knew that we were going to be in a movie and I wanted to be in a movie. And when I got a chance to be with all these different actors and actresses and, and entertainers, we had such we had had formed such a bond, such a family bond uh, it, it never really felt like work. So I don't, I didn't, I don't think I, ever, I got a chance to really just bask in it at that time because uh, people like Montel Jordan, um, Melba Moore, uh, Rue McCullohan, um, uh, those people were so warm. The set was warm. The set was family. It's like they wow. looked out for each other and it was just a great feel. And that's probably why it resonated into the movie. That was a feel good movie, and this is and what I'm telling you. It's not like, uh, it's not a Hollywood script, it's not something that we were coached that we have to say. So, I didn't get a chance to really bask in it like, <laughs> very, well, really, like now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, the movie is almost 20 years old, right? And it was just on yesterday, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know the impact of that movie until people say, you know, young people say, you were in the Fighting Temptation. I'm trying to say, well, how do you know that? I don't even have my braids no more. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have my braids no more. How do you know it was me? You know what I mean? Right. The bug of wanting to do more movies because uh, Jonathan was such a great director that he he directed us into being actors when we, that's mm-hmm. not what we that's not what we do. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, the bug it, it kind of and we're supposed to do it. We're supposed to do a two. We're supposed to do a, a fighting Interpretation two. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what's what's. I know about three years ago they were talking about it. So I don't know, but I'm 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 up for it. I love acting, and I think that uh, I think I would be decent. Samuel Jackson gave me a great piece of advice when it came to acting. He told me, he said, once you do you and you do good at doing you, then people will hire you to be you. And that's all you have to do is just be you. If you notice Samuel Jackson, the Samuel Jackson in every movie that he played.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: You know, he's nobody else. He's nobody different. He's not Othello over here, or he's not, you know, Shakespeare over here. He's Samuel Jackson, period. Exactly. And that was the same thing that they told me about radio. They told me the same thing about radio. He said, once they learn who you are, once they get a a, a hold of your character or who you are, you just continue to be who you are. So I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to to, to act some more. So I think some things are coming up. In the,
3: in yeah, the, I, I think you are. You, you certainly uh, picked up the acting bug. You also appeared in a film called The Major
1: just a few God, years ago. How you know about
3: that? How do
1: you know about that? How <laughs> am I going to even mention it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I, 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 uh, a young lady, the young lady who, who who did that movie, who wrote, produced and directed that movie, She just did, she did a, um, a story on, on a part of my life called, called, uh, I am a brother's keeper. And so she, that's the same lady who, 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 who wrote the script for, for that. And she called me and asked me, would I do a cameo in that movie? So I flew down to Atlanta and did a cameo and I came back the same night. So all the stuff that I was supposed to be in, that's what they shot that day. So she let me do my, my single at the time, my single was, um, in my life so she wanted me to do my single on the show and do the red carpet and that kind of stuff and uh, I didn't even know nobody (laughs) knew about that movie
3: (laughs) I never promoted it right right well that's okay so you're getting you're picking up you know more and more experience uh, in the acting field and you you, you know you're natural at it I mean that's something I don't think it it appears that you have to work really really hard at you know the acting part of it and it's it appears now that this stage in your life you're exploring you know more and more things including the acting songwriting I understand uh yes, that you've done more and more of that lately over yes. the last few years or uh, writing your own songs um and I think you've got, I'm pretty sure you got some new material I know coming out as well. Yeah. So uh so you've been busy and uh and that's great. Let's talk a bit about the mighty old Jays because they're a phenomenon, not only here in the city of Cleveland, but all over the world. You guys have traveled everywhere, you've been on every continent uh to entertain folks. And let's talk about your spot there uh, with the OJs. You became a part of the OJs back in 1995. So you've been with the OJs now for a long, long time. You are a part of the OJs. Um, I also know that you used to sing here locally with the Deltones, which is a local group here in the Mm -hmm. city of Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And uh, so how did that come about that you were even introduced uh, to possibly becoming a member of the OJs? Okay, the condensed version of that
1: is <clears throat> the Deltones was a, w- a very well-known group uh, in, here in the city of Cleveland. I started that group back when I was like in the seventh grade. And so when I would go to different, um, I mean, I just kept on putting different guys in the group until I felt like I came up with the right chemistry. And when I did come up with the right chemistry, we, sort to of speak, took the city of Cleveland by storm. I mean, like we were the next ones in line behind the Dazz band like we we should have a a big record you know we was we was hoping to get the big record um like the Dazz band be the next ones out well um I couldn't think of no way to get it done in in that kind of uh arena so what I did was I seeked out Walter Williams of the OJs and we had a meeting with him and asked him to be our manager and so he agreed to be our manager so he got us over at philadelphia with gambling huff and bunny City. Mm-hmm. so we started recording up there so now fast forwarding that the word got out that we were cutting up in philly the deltones were cut were, and at the time that the deltones start cutting up in philadelphia they changed our name to wealthy that was going to be the um the name so now what happens is gerald Levert was just a kid and so what he so so he he thought we were about to become these big stars. And so he became friends with me and we formed a brotherhood. But Gerald's thing was by getting good with him. If he gets in the door, then he'll bring me in. And that was our that was our little bond. Whoever makes the first, bring the other one in. It just so happened the deal fell through. It didn't happen because we thought we were gonna be the next OJs. Right, and so we were, being <laughs> we, we were being groomed to be the next OJ's in line when the OJ's fell off. Over well, now we know the OJ's never fell off. Right, so so they put us on the shelf, and Walter took us away from there. Then Gerald formed a three man group. Sean, because he was a solo artist at first, and Sean was on drums, and Mark was on piano. Right, took them off of there, formed a three man group. They got the big record deal. And uh, when Gerald found a spot to pull me in, you know, when Sammy left and went back to Lil' Anthony Imperials, he told his
3: father about me and uh, our audition. Yeah, right. I've heard the story that Gerald was a big influence on you joining the OJs. We're going to ask you to just share a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. We're going to take a break right now. Stay tuned and we'll see you on the other side. We ran a little over on the break, but that's okay.
2: Just perfect In my mind Only sunshine In my mind Doing just fine In my mind In a dream Sometimes it's like I'm in a dream But nobody there but her and me, paradise. In her, I found paradise. I would walk ten million miles just to look. Angel. In my life Sweeter as the days go In my life Happiness is a regular In my life So blessed, cause I got her. In my life. In a dream Sometimes it's like I'm in a dream I would walk 10 million miles just to look in a light Can't imagine how it would be without you In my, my life Wonder how I would be without you In my, my life You got me wrapped up around your finger And I ain't going nowhere
3: Hey, welcome back to Talk Back Live. My special guest today is none other than fellow Clevelander, Cleveland's own homegrown Eric Nolan, member of the OJs. But he is also an actor, songwriter, singer. He was sharing just a bit before the break about uh, his uh, being a member now for number a number of years with the OJs, the famous OJs. The clip that you just saw there was titled, In My Life, uh, by Eric Nolan, the musician and the, and the vocalist, and I understand that you co-wrote that that song. Is that correct? Is that correct, yes. Eric? With,
1: with Jay Sean Champion. Yes, ma'am.
3: Great, great. So that is that your l- most recent work uh, now yes. that's been released. Awesome. Yes, I,
1: re- I released four. I released four singles. Um, reminds me. I miss you. On my way, and then. Hashtag IML in my life.
3: Awesome, awesome, great. Now, being a songwriter, you—which I did not know—you uh, have co-written a number of hits for a lot of different artists over the years. Tell us about that. Some of the songs that you've written for some other uh, national uh, artists. We
1: co-wrote. Uh, I co-wrote songs with Jay Sean Champion uh, for Charlie Wilson for Tim Bowman um uh for Silk Johnny Gill, and uh we just we just did one on one of the Barcade members
3: and wow that's a name you and, have, you don't hear often I haven't heard that name in a while yeah, the Barcade and, and,
1: and Confunction
3: and we Confunction single, we did a
1: single on Confunction uh your night and we have a a single out there now that just reached number 15 with the uh, a artist that I brought to my record label. His name is Lavelle, featuring Anthony Hamilton, and uh, I brought him to my label, to Boy Wonder Records, to be in a group called G-Men. Mm. And um, uh, because I because I didn't get it, I didn't get the type of um, distribution deal that I wanted for an R&B act, um, I just told everybody to just do what they do. You know what I'm saying, that's far you know, I'm not locking anyone down or stopping them from trying to pursue their their career. So I told Lavelle, just keep on doing your solo thing, and Andy and and, and uh, Jonathan, y'all keep doing your solo thing. And when I'm able to get the type of deal that I want, then I'll bring y'all back together. Right. And, uh, Lavelle has been recording, and 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 myself and Jay Sean has been doing uh, songs on him. And we think he got a, we think he got a hit record as a solo artist. But awesome. We, but, we, but we always, Jay Sean never stopped writing.
3: And he's and local. He, he is a local Clevelander as well.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's Jason, that's Jason Champion's
3: brother from Minute Large. Wow. You, you've got, you've done so many things. You're a creative person and you've done so many things. Is there something that you, which is it that you like best? Is it the songwriting? Is it the performing on stage? Because you guys are gonna be going back out on the stage. The OJs will be sometime, you said, I think March of next year. But is there a particular thing that you like better than the other? Is it performing? Is it the songwriting? Or are you, you just That's couldn't it. pick if you yeah. wanted to? It, it, it.
1: Well, I, it, the performing with the OJs would edge it, would edge it out a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I, I still love the creative processing of, um, of writing, and producing to see what the outcome going to be. You know what I mean? To see if mm-hmm. you a good record, right? And if people, if people would gravitate to it, right? But then I got, this, then I got this newfound love where I, I'm, I've, I've been doing radio, and so during the pandemic. That has been my safe haven. That has been like, that's what, that's what's been keeping me sane, you know. Doing the radio and still standing around music and trying to help other artists to be heard um, through, through radio. Right. So, yeah, yeah, the live performance would edge it out a little bit with the OJs.
3: Yeah, yeah. the fact that you've got the you you also experience you know, the live audience and you really get the vibe from the audience and it adds the juice. I mean, it, it, you know, yes. you get into it. So you have that effect there from performing live. And I don't think any real performer uh, would ever put that as the last thing they probably like because it's, yeah. it's so electrifying and, it, it, and it's immediate. And, uh, and the, when the audience gets into the performing, I mean, it, I imagine there's nothing that feels any better than that, you know. It's
1: just the greatest feeling ever. Um, when we when we uh, uh when we got the lifetime achievement awards at the BT and and when we got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, those two audiences had were so electrifying because when, when we got the awards, they were in front of people. And but, but the the but one was at the Wald, Waldorf Astoria and the other one um was in LA. And but the audience was so huge. And the, what what you get back from the audience? is a great feeling so live anything that we do live it's just it's just
3: incredible yeah
1: just incredible feeling I mean
3: right yeah it has to be probably just for performers I mean that's that's where you come to life that's how you breathe I guess I imagine so on you spoke a bit you touched about the radio and I want the viewers out there to know that you do have a radio, especially for the local Clevelanders here who are tuning in, you've got a radio show uh, that you appear on and it looks like you're on, let's see, W-O-V-O 95.9 FM here in Cleveland. And uh, I think you do what, a two, three hour show?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: yes, on WOVU,
1: it's a, it's a black owned station that's been yeah. in existence for three years now. Right. And um, we're up and coming. And I, they, they allowed me to have a radio show on there. I I got, I, I came on February the 10th of 2020 and I had a, a one hour show before it at WHUR in, in Washington, DC. Oh, okay. So I was over there for 14 months. But when this opening came out, uh, Delvis Valentine had told me about an opening and uh, that he was giving up, and I and and I thought this would be a, a a great time for me to ask to have a show in Cleveland because I'm from Cleveland. I, I did the new I did the DC thing because someone asked me about it and asked me what would I do, what would my format be, and I just did it. Um, but Cleveland was a little bit more personal. And when the wave went off the air with Mark Ribbons and then went off the air. Yeah, I remember. In in in, in, uh, in, in 19 December 6 2019 I felt like we didn't have no avenue for local entertainment to be heard on the radio because Mark Ribbons would play local entertainment and uh I wanted to be a part of that I wanted to to help local entertainment or Mm -hmm. entertainment from Cleveland I should say to be heard on the radio and by uh by Um, W.O.V.U. being a terrestrial station, you know, that they can go to the radio and just turn on. I wanted to to try to make a difference. And uh, so far, it's catching on. And um, I come on. I do a For Lovers Only segment on Sunday nights from 8 to 10. And then I do uh, drive time on Mondays and Tuesdays from 3 to 6.
3: Right. The For Lovers Only section is quite like The Quiet Storm was. Uh, that oh, started yeah, in yeah, DC yeah yeah. Call, yeah
1: yeah I call I call it uh, uh, for the lover in you right so, uh, so yeah 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 you're right it, <laughs> it, that's what it is that's exactly
3: what it is <laughs> yeah yeah and that was a huge success came out of DC uh, for many many years so uh but yeah so you're doing the radio and uh, also I believe you have some things that might be coming up here locally. Tell the viewers about that, uh, just some things that you may be involved in here locally coming up.
1: Uh, no, I, I, I really have, uh, I've, been, I've been trying to put together something that the, uh, at the House of Blues, um, an evening with Eric Nolan at the House of Blues, we just haven't got the date together yet, um, where I'm gonna basically do an unplug of the Moosewing Swing CD and the In My Life CD. And introduce some some new music. I got some new music coming out. Uh, myself and Walter Williams of the OJ's. We got a new single coming out right before uh, the the first week of February, uh, right before Valentine's Day. And uh, and then I'm looking to do some uh do some dates with Glenn Jones at some of the city wineries. You know, around. That's for Eric Nolan. But come March of 2022, the OJ's. Are going back on tour so that's going to be taking up a lot of my time also you know but <laughs> well, we
3: certainly going look forward to that absolutely
1: right and and i'm still nurturing the movie i am my brother's keeper and we're putting together a, a, a netflix special for i mean something for netflix called uh about that life so and i'll be awesome. acting in that. i'll be acting in that one too I play I, I play uh, a guy. I play a guy called uh, Bugs, who's a no nonsense. Who's a no nonsense guy. He don't have really tolerance for BS, and he kills
3: everybody. <laughs> he's, just, he's just an
1: idiot.
3: <laughs> he's just an idiot. <laughs> so, so that's going to be coming up on Netflix. So we should look out for that. What's the title of the of the film? About that life about that life and you'll be starring in that oh it's a it's a netflix series great well netflix series have certainly taken off and um they're doing wonderful netflix is doing very very well with those when can we expect to kind of look for that have you guys already finished filming
1: no we're not finished filming actually we're filming now and we uh and we're writing as we filming and uh we're looking at concrete in this like around fall of next year
3: wow you know
1: so um, it's about but, that
3: life, okay.
1: But um, we had just got an offer from Hulu, so everything, you know, the the, the ink hasn't dried yet. So <laughs> you might talk to me again, and it may be somewhere else. So
3: right, but, right, yeah, you've I got a like lot. Something. You've got a lot coming up. That is for sure. That is so so exciting. Please look out for Eric Nolan's uh, "In My Life." Is that the single from the CD "In My Life"? Actually,
1: on my way was a single from the CD from the CD "In My Life." Hashtag OMW. That was the single from In My Life. In My Life was actually the second single from that CD. So when I released Walter's, when we released the song that we're doing on uh, myself and Walter called Give Her Your Love, then I'll put the CD out then. I just wanted to put out singles, kept putting out singles, keep putting out singles. See right. what would catch on fire. Sure. You know I mean? Because I'm an right. independent artist. So I'm still, you know, I'm still grinding. I'm still <laughs> hustling. So I yeah. have to do what I can, you know. Absolutely. Until I get it, until I get, it, until I get it, a, a legitimate distribution deal.
3: Right. And, and it will happen. Well, we're going to kind of wrap up Talk Back Live. I enjoyed having you on, Eric Nolan, on Talk Back Live today. Here. And uh, we love you here in Cleveland. We just want you to know that we love you. Thank you. And we Thank appreciate you. And it never, never gets old. Uh, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Look out for Eric Nolan. It's about that life that's going to be coming up sometime uh, next year. Look out for him locally for events coming up uh, at the House of Blues. Uh, look out for Eric Nolan and tune into uh, his radio show here locally. If you're here locally, WOVU ninety-five point nine FM on the FM dial. Check him out, Eric Nolan. You are, uh, sir. So much a part of this history of the city of Cleveland here. Uh, and we just love knowing and being able to say that you are from Cleveland. So uh, Godspeed to you and congratulations on all your new ventures. Let us know certainly when the OJs will be back home uh, here in the city of Cleveland touring. And uh, thank you for appearing on Talk Back Live.
1: Thank you for having me. And, and you know, I'm so I'm so in love with Cleveland, Ohio that if I could do anything to make them proud of me or make them proud of what we're trying to accomplish here in Cleveland, um, that does my heart more good than the actual uh, feat itself. You know what I mean? I just want them to be proud and and I just want to, uh, myself and Jay Sean, we just want them to realize that we are, for Cleveland, that we are for the artists here in Cleveland, that we're trying to just, you know, keep us on the map, not put us on the map, but just keep us on the map. I mean, Thugs did a great job. Right, they sure did. did. Bob Hope did a great job. lavert the OJs, you know, they all did a great job of keeping Cleveland in the forefront, you know, but we just want to try to just keep it there.
3: Yes, indeed, and you're doing that for sure. You're doing that. Our very own homegrown Eric Nolan. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Back Live. Be sure and catch us. We're going to have uh, a show coming up in about two weeks. And then we're going to be going on hiatus uh, for the holiday season. And we'll be back and catch up with you after the new year. Be sure go to our Facebook page. You can check us out there live. Go to our YouTube page. Be sure and like and subscribe. And please share uh, Talk Back Live with everyone that you know of. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show today as much as I did. Until next time, America. That's a wrap. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Be sure and go to our Facebook page, Talk Back, a thought-provoking talk format that's talkback a thought-provoking talk format leave us a review let us know what you think of talkback it can only make us better be sure check us out on spotify also twitter anchor apple podcast wherever podcasts are heard be sure check us out on youtube again thank you for listening until next time america
1: you have been listening to talk back with my grandma on spotify Be sure
3: and catch her every weekend.
1: Oh, and by the way, my name is Kari.
3: Bye.